Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, mate. How are we? I'm all right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like I the start good. of this. I've kind of got used to saying, how are we? <laughs> yeah. Well, good. I am... Um, I am good. Good. Yeah. And But I, I'm, I, I'm going to ask how you are, but I know that things have not been quite right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've had a funny old week. Um, yeah, I mean, so... I came to realise just how exhausted I am last week. Um, I had the weirdest allergic reaction that I've never had before in my life. Um, as I went to bed one night, felt my lip swelling up, which was just funny to look at. Um, I took a Pyritin, I went to bed, and then uh, woke up in the morning and my face was just... Well, let's just say people that have paid for Botox would have been very jealous. <laughs> you have those pouty lips. Yeah. I mean, they were, <laughs> it was full on like duck. Wow. Full on duck. So, uh, yeah. Should I have went... taken a few selfies. <laughs> I actually have. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I rushed over to, well, I didn't rush. I phoned up 111 and, you know, got the usual sort of jargon. Um, and they said, please go into A&E. So I went in, I was put on a cannula and drip for a few hours and injected with loads of bits and pieces. And um, they have sent me on my way after about five hours. And then I got home and uh, I was just absolutely fucking out of it. And, you know, I had a little nap, hoping for the best. And it, it took a couple of days for my face to, you know, for the lips and everything fully to go down. And then I, I realised that um, I was just ill. I was just, you know, absolutely knackered. And I'd lost, um, you know, the mental capacity to want to do anything. Um, and I tried really hard to actually uh, get something booked in for Friday. Um, I was, you know, away for work. And um, I was looking at flights first thing in the morning. I took a little extra bag with me when I went away for work this week. And... Uh, 
looking at flights in the morning, I was like, I just am not going to make it back to that airport in time to, to be able to jump on any of these planes. And, you know, lo and behold, as always, traffic on the M25 didn't let it happen. But I was just fully aware of so many things, you know, like um, the serious lack of motivation, this, you know, completely exhausted when waking up not wanting to do anything not wanting to move not wanting to really talk to anyone um and then confusion as well with so many things going on just being like i don't know where to start with anything so i am gonna go away this week good <laughs> <laughs> i've uh i've seen what the weather's like in paphos what's uh, in cyprus cyprus yeah for the next like week they've still got 30 33 degree weather so i'm just yeah. gonna go and sit on the beach lovely that's i mean <laughs> listen there's a lot to be said about something so simple as that and you know i i work hard and intensely but i always try and put a little carrot at the end of the stick to say this is what you're working for and it's not that you know that's not my living for the weekend kind of thing but it's just like they're, they're the rewards they're the little things that I'm you know I love traveling I love being on a beach I love being in the sun you know all these good things and um yeah it's obviously been a, th- a hard three years of not having those as much and and while I'm you know I'm very blessed to travel with work and every January I go to uh or rather I used to go to <laughs> India for about five weeks from Christmas through January. But, you know, that'd be not my one thing a year. And, and I I'm, I just recently come back from Ibiza. So, you know, it was to have that little week, just a week in summer, which I've, not, I've just not done for years, you yeah. know. Um, it's just so important. I feel amazing, and so I'm glad you're getting away because you haven't had a holiday of any kind, have you? Not, not in two years. So it'll literally be two years next week since the last time I had a. I actually had a week away. I went to, I went to Dubrovnik for five days. It was about so it was about five months before Dad died. So yeah, I've not actually had a break in in a, yeah. in a two year period, which is silly, actually very silly, um, because I found that you know working through everything and just keep picking things up and I've I've noticed myself sort of going oh I just can't see light in anywhere to be able to book a holiday but actually it's mainly because I keep saying yes to shit (laughs) this is my problem with summer a lot of the time and that feeds into why I don't I don't always get the opportunities to take a week somewhere in the med Mm. during summer because it's prime time for festivals and events and, you know, all the things that I say yes to myself and end up having to work. Um, but, you know, at the same time, I've always thought, well, London or the UK is nice in the <laughs> in the summer, usually. <laughs> it's fucking wet and horrible this year. Oh, but we, do you know, had, we had one week of summer this year. Yeah, yeah. I think that was a Wednesday, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, that's why I like going away during the winter is because it breaks up the winter and those dark nights. I can't stand that. Not many people can. But um, you know, I'm always happy to go and do some winter sun somewhere. And you know, I'm listen. I'm lucky that I can take a, a you know a long period off. But 
I've also also said it because January is the quietest month for me. Do you yep. know what I mean? Um, as it is for a lot of people. Um, so I just take advantage of that quiet time. But much like you, I just say yes to everything. And then before you know it, you actually haven't got any space to do anything. No. I mean, I purposely had to ring fence the kind of first week of September, possibly the second week of September. But I had those question marks. So when people were like coming at with me, me with things, I'm just like... I may be going away. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah. it was like really being very aware that I, I wanted to go. I wanted to do this. It's been ages since I'd done it. And, you know, making sure I navigated that properly, pushed any any other inquiries aside. But yeah, certainly didn't do anything from kind of uh, end of April all the way through till the first, the beginning of September. Yeah. It's been nuts. And it is, I mean, when summer is as busy as what it is, I mean, it is like obviously this year for me first time in x amount of time that i've not been in a kitchen full time throughout the summer but i've still done stints for people helping them out in the kitchen whilst working on these other projects as well you know topping up that time that i should really have been getting back from the fact that i you know supposed to be on a six-week break from uni um and I'm back there next Tuesday, so I'm like, where, <laughs> where do I fucking earmark this time now? Um, so I got no choice. It is a, uh, I do have a choice, but I'm giving myself no choice to book something to fly somewhere on Wednesday, and it should be Paphos. Yeah, for 33 degree weather, sit on a beach. Is this a little? Um, do you do it as a little package? No, what I do is, because uh, Google actually it was um, uh, burger who said this to me go on on google if you just yeah. type in flights to somewhere yeah, yeah there's a little bit at the top left hand side and it it's better than skyscanner i never yeah, yeah, knew yeah. it was there so yeah the, you, it picks the best flights for the day yeah. price wise and then i just do a little airbnb yeah or something on booking.com whatever yeah, we've, all, we've all looked at them ones actually because it was going around the acme we were, we were talking about it um and it's really handy and as long as you don't know where you want to go, like, you, you know, you just try and keep your options open. Yeah. Which I'm not good at because when I say, like, I want to go to Ibiza or I want to go to India, then I'm, that it's in my head and I can't move from that. But, yeah. But now I've got those out of my system. Now I'm open to doing other things, like those spur of the moment stuff. So what, are you just going to get a hotel when you're there? Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm just going to... Obviously, a few weeks ago, we were talking about this and I turned around and said, oh, I'm just trying to pick somewhere to go because I need a break. But if I go somewhere, I want to go and explore and, and do shit. Um, don't get me wrong. There's a lot to explore in Cyprus, but the beach is, is the main attraction. I mean, there's a water park. I might go to the water park. <laughs> <laughs> Guy goes to the water park on his own. <laughs> That's a YouTube video everyone will watch. Yeah. It? Um, <laughs> it's a Netflix documentary, that is, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Fictional character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's just picking somewhere that's just got sun and beach. Yeah. And, and obviously, you know, very good Mediterranean food. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I was just talking um, yesterday uh, about... You know, what do I do this year? Like, you know, this coming year about India, do I go again four weeks, five weeks? And I even thought, you know, even going back out to Ibiza for, for a month, 
and doing kind of the winter med. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like 20 degrees, but, you know, that's fine. And I think it's just getting out of the UK. It's getting out of London. As a chef and, you know, someone that enjoys cooking outdoors, it's just like... I used to spend some Christmases in uh, the south of France and, you know, being able to go to the markets on, like, Christmas Day, buy some fish, buy mussels, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. all these things that, you know, we've got Tesco's or, you know, at best, Waitrose, but supermarkets are not the one. And um, while there are a couple of food markets in London, it's not the same as going to these little kind of Mediterranean country markets, you know? Yeah. On a daily basis, or going down to the boulangerie and picking up a, a couple of baguettes and stuff, you know. And I just want that simplicity. I, I just want to do that more regularly. Just go down to the market, get today's ingredients, go back and cook it outdoors, and that's it. It's it's just so simple. Um, so yeah, rather than going to India, I just thought, yeah, I could go back to Aviva, or, or it could be Italy, or it could be just somewhere that's not, you know, feeling the full force of winter. Yeah, and no rain. Yeah, I mean, I, I was actually thinking that again this year because I haven't been away uh, winter time since I went to Thailand, obviously. And um, eyeing up, you know, Japan for March time is probably going to be the one for me. But it is that I was looking at like Santa Cruz and, you know, uh, Gran Canaria and that there's little islands, you know, just next to Morocco, you know, southwest of Spain and, and going, that's a really good idea. You know, because like Tenerife and that are like 24 degrees pretty much all year round. Oh, yeah. Um, my auntie had a um, a villa out in Lanzarote. So we used to go out there, um, you know, a few years on the trot. Um, and it's good. You know, it's just off the coast of Africa, isn't it? Mm. So you get good, like in October, November, you still get good kind of sun. Yeah. No, so this is our little holiday episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where are you going on holiday? <laughs> what do you think of winter sun holidays? Does anybody think that Tui is still a good idea? <laughs> um, speaking of holidays, yeah, you did go to YB for last week. I did. I think I've said that about five times now. But... Yeah. <laughs> for anybody that hasn't been listening, Andrew went to YB for last week. Um, how was it? Because I know that you needed a break. Yeah. It's um, someone right. was taking so, its toll. <laughs> so look, there is there was there was a bit of a reason I went there, um, and it wasn't just you know needing a break. It wasn't just um, uh, you know a holiday. It was just uh, part of the the journey. And um, maybe we don't want to make this the the another psychedelic episode, but we're going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, right, basically, uh, a friend of mine, I'm going to keep everyone nameless just because of the, the sensitivity of this, but um, I, a friend of mine recommended that there, there's a, a, a shaman, not a shaman, a, um, a healer, maybe not even a healer. There's someone that holds space. And works with a medicine called Bufo, Bufo alvarius, which is uh, a toad. Yep. Uh, so I know Mike Tyson spoke about toad and how it's changed his life. Um, it is 5-MeO-DMT, which is... Um, if you think about ayahuasca, if you think about DMT, when people talk about that, that's NNDMT. 
5 meo dmt it's still a, a tryptamine but it's just slightly different and if you think about dmt nndmt or ayahuasca when they they often call it the spirit molecule yep well 5 meo dmt they call the god molecule all right <laughs> so it's we're dealing with something slightly different so it's, but it's, it's dmt still, on drugs it's it, it's <laughs> i can't describe it now I'm going to, a bit of a backstory. My good friend that uh, told me about this, I knew I, I knew about it. Um, you know, I've been interested in these things a very long time, so I knew about it. But when he had his experience, I was still to try it, and he um, hadn't really had any breakthroughs with DMT uh, pens, and he was a bit reluctant to try ayahuasca. Um, so he hadn't had, uh, what I want to say, this kind of spiritual awakening that, you know, I had when I went on my journey. So when he went to see this space holder, um, he had this ceremony and he said, he rang me up, well, he texts me or something, it's like, fuck me, <laughs> fucking hell, what the fuck? And basically, you know, found this kind of spiritual enlightenment of, of some kind. And I'm not sure what he's doing with that or, you know, how that's settling in. But I think it was singularly one of the most awakening things that he's had. Yep. Um, and really intense and so on. And, you know, I just, I, I mean, you know, I, I kind of left it there. I was just like, look, it's going to appear in my life when it needs to appear in my life. And then I was talking about wanting to go to Ibiza. He said, oh, you must go and see so-and-so. And so-and-so <laughs> is, uh, you know, to be discreet, uh, he only works on a, although it might be a she, he only works on uh, like a, a recommendation friend basis. So I had the hookup. I was out there and I texted him. I was like, you know, my buddy uh, said that, you know, it'd be all right to text you. I was just wondering if I could fit in a ceremony. Now, a ceremony with Bufo, um, because you're smoking it and it's such short-lived, it's uh, an hour and a half to two hours. Yep. And he's like, oh, of course, you know, come to my place on this day and we'll do it in the morning. So I sat around his pool. You know, he's got a lovely pool. Beautiful view of... Um, I'd be for like the hills, the rolling hills. I mean, it's it's incredible. And um, I sat down on a little bed. We'd had a chat for a bit and, you know, I had some happy uh, to kind of ground in, do a bit of grounding work. Um, and then some breath work. And then what happens in this kind of hour and a half, two hours, like we have three uh, goes on the pipe. Yep. And so they've put the, the, the venom, it's not venom, it's poison. It's toad poison from the secretion on the outside of the skin. Yep. Um, you know, he fires it up. And he told me he's going to have like, you know, you're going to have like a, a microdose to start with. Then the second bit will be a bit more. So that'll be like a, a nice warm hug. And then the third one will be like, you know, complete blast off. And each of them will take between like 15 minutes, uh, 10, 15 minutes. And you can have a bit of time between each go. So, you know, if, if that gives you some insight, it's going to be three rounds, basically. <clears throat> yeah. Start with a microdose. 
so I, I think my capacity for breathing in is is good but it was challenged I, I wasn't I don't think I was getting everything from the pipe and you know in hindsight maybe I didn't give it my best but <laughs> <laughs> I um so he he likes the pipe for me and it fills up the bong fills up with smoke and you just take a really slow inhale it's about 30 seconds which yep. is a long time to inhale for you know and um you know maybe you just like blow a bit out quickly and then go again you know but you've got that until you he takes the pipe away you've got everything in your lungs and you lean back slowly back onto the bed and let it all go and fuck me <laughs> <laughs> microdose one it, fucking hell I went to a completely different fucking realm. Uh, immediately, I, you know, I was aware of, I, you know, I hadn't completely left my body. I was somewhere else, but I could hear him around. I could hear the music in the background. And then he's over the top of me with a, um, like one of those singing bowls. So it's like, ooh. And it's not as visual as uh, regular DMT, ayahuasca. Uh but there are some fractals. It was more like this golden light, this golden light of uh, almost like a kaleidoscope. Yeah. Very round and, and then like, you know, hexagonal in the middle, but gold. And, and it's like, I guess if you think about, with, with ayahuasca, it, it allows you to open, every, it, it's like it shows you your life in front of you. Do you know, and and you can go through your life as if it's chapters in a book, and you can go here and you can go there. So it kind of shows you what you've done, where you can go. Whereas this kind of just shows you that you, where you come from. I think that you know it, you you feel like we are one. You feel the connectivity of the universe, and you know. That, that, and I've said this before. I'm not religious, but the construct of what God is, I, you know, I have my idea on what God is, and it isn't anything that falls into the categories of like you know Abrahamic religions or anything. But it made you feel like you were God, or we are part of God. We're all the same. We all come from this one golden source of love, and it's fucking like I was just <laughs> wow. So that was that was the microdose, and then I was just like, I don't want to do anymore. <laughs> I do not want to do anymore. Like I'm a big guy, and I'm, I'm very used to psychedelics and stuff, but I'm just like, I don't want to do the second or third one. And I left it for a bit, but also, you know, you come back out of this thing. It's fucking terrifying. It's fucking terrifying. But then you come out of it with the, all this love and just happiness, and wow, everything's okay. Now, why I say about this kind of spiritual enlightenment or this spiritual awakening, if if I hadn't had anything else, if I hadn't had mushrooms in the past, LSD, DMT, then if this was my only th- kind of psychedelic or um, entheogen, I would then have come away from that going, I'm, I feel spiritual, spiritually awakened, do you know what I mean? And, yep. and, that, and then I'd go on a journey from there as my friend did 
but it didn't. So it didn't give me that, but it did reassure me of everything I've done so far and, and where I am on my own journey. So I go in for the second round. Now this time, it felt purgy. I wasn't expecting to purge. Like, you know, clearly I'm foaming at the mouth. I'm having my mouth wiped. And that's a, that's a bit of a sign, I think. It's, like, <laughs> it's quite normal to foam at the mouth on this one. Um, but yeah, I, I, I felt, again, much like my first ayahuasca experience, I felt like there was energy trapped in me. Like I'm twitchy and I, I'm aware of my body. But I'm aware of like energy just kind of wanting to come up and so I'm twitching and I'm just trying to heave, dry heave, just like something needs to come out. <sighs> and then on the third one, <laughs> so after the second one, I'm like, I definitely don't want to do the third one. And then I come round and it's all love and I feel good and I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is incredible, it's beautiful. And the guy that's holding this, you know, the 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 ceremony you know he's holding my hand and reassuring me and i'm just like you know this guy's beautiful this guy's pure love and i'll talk about him in a minute but you know i'm seeing his face and he's smiling and he's kind of bringing me through it and um then i'm like okay like let's just get the fifth third one out of the way i'm just I'm, i need to do it now <laughs> <laughs> But I'm absolutely fucking terrified again. You know, I'm just like, the, the first two were supposed to be the, the lighter ones. Yeah. So what's this, this last one's going to be like, absolutely terrifying. Now, this is the thing about psychedelics. And this is the thing about, you know, going to these places. We have to put ourselves through something. The reason they're terrifying is because of the ego. Yep. The ego's holding on to life. And that's what it does. It's, it's protective, you know. But when we let go of the ego and we experience what we call ego death, then we forget that we're a fucking human being. Then we forget that we're a physical body. We become spirit. And when we go into this spirit world, uh, realm as spirits, that's when we realize this material world we're living in isn't the everything. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's where things really fucking happen for people. And like, listen, I'm not by any. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You stretch uh, saying everyone needs to do psychedelics. Absolutely not. Like people can do this, people can experience this through breath work. They can experience it through things like Kundalini yoga. Like everyone is very different. Um, I just have. Uh, I just think that they have helped me. So that's my medicine. Yeah, psychedelics. All right, but I don't actually do as many as I used to either because I've kind of got where I needed to do. I've I've, I've awakened to certain things in my life. And every now and then I might check in with a certain medicine. But any and anyone that's really interested in doing it or understanding more, I'll talk talk forever about it, you know. So I don't want to necessarily promote it as, yeah, people should do this and this is the right thing for everyone. But you kind of think, mm, I wish everyone in the world could do it because it would be a very different place. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> I might have said that before, but it, it is still an ongoing thing. There were definitely, while I was in this when I was in the, the the ceremony, there was definitely one or two people that you instantly, and they're not even like the closest people, but there was like one or two people that just came to me. I was just like, this would benefit them. This would benefit them. Da, da, da. Anyway, I came round after the third one. And, and again, I had, you know, I just, I completely left everything. And I came back with just so much love and happiness. And it changes you. It, you know, you, you get we get in our heads about a lot of things I, I know i've said this but when we when we experience something like that something pure love we realize that this just it, it's not that this world doesn't matter of course it does and everything we do matters but it, it's it's also like don't get too wrapped up in it don't get wrapped up in your head yeah in that sense nothing matters do you, see, do you see what I mean? So, you know, I come away feeling nice and happy and content and we did a little bit more happy to ground. And, um, but I've got to say, listen, I understood everything then. At that point, I was like, I understand now. I understand what's going on. I understood why this guy chose to, you know, give up what he was doing. Now, he was a successful in a very, in, in a field. Yep. And he himself had gone through kind of drink and drug addictions, really bad. And he had to go to various clinics to kind of get, um, you know, cleaned up. But then he, someone suggested Bufo to him. He went on this journey. And I think in one go, in one ceremony, he was like, I understand now. So that's the thing. And, and, it, I, and I couldn't help but say, look, you know, that reminds me of my journey, you know. I've gone down this uh, down this path, and again, it's not for everyone, but it's the wounded healer. It's it's like you know when you've healed yourself, you want to heal other people. Yeah, <clears throat> and it's not about we we we're, we're not the healers necessarily. It's more that 
we're holding the space we're giving you know sharing that love that people have you know shared with us in order for us to heal and uh what a beautiful guy i mean welcoming us into his home doing these kind of one-on-one ceremonies um it was it is life-changing you know it's not life-changing for me in the way that it was for my friend because my friend hadn't had that previous experience it was just life-changing in the way that I'm just like my eyes are open to way more things um but just as they were with like ayahuasca and mushrooms you know yeah well again it's um you know if you turn around and said frog poison to someone people are like you have a fucking laugh those things can kill you do you know what I mean yeah but it's Again, it's it's something completely, completely nature driven. Yeah. Well, here's the. I mean, this is the thing. Like, he had an article written about him in the Guardian. And if anyone's aware of this article, then they'll know who I'm talking about and who this guy is. But um, very famous, by the way. Um, he, when this article came out about him, you know, giving up his what you know he does and what he's known for to become he doesn't want to he doesn't want to be called a shaman but um you know essentially just holding space then he had a lot of people ringing up just saying what the fuck are you doing because yeah, yeah talking about serving frog poison uh, toad poison to people is not you know it, it doesn't make sense you know but it makes sense to him it will make sense to people that come and sit in his ceremonies yeah um but on the outside yeah like people I don't get much resistance when I talk about it to people, but like people, you know, if if they hear about ayahuasca, they're like, oh yeah, but I don't want to just spend my night throwing up in a bucket. And it's just like, yeah, it's a bit more than that. (laughs) You might shit yourself. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But no, it's, it's just like these things, I don't know, maybe it's from kind of media, maybe it's from documentaries or whatever, but people don't, get the full understanding of what these things do and that's fine i know then it's not for them yeah but the people that have interest and look beyond you know the the headlines beyond those kind of like you're going to be sick in a bucket you're going to throw up it's going to be you know horrible so and so have died and it's just like man listen get away from that yeah but it's also do you not think it's everything to do with um that sounds hard i don't want to do that i'd like to try and find an easier way Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's that's where I say there's medicine for everyone. You, you know what I mean? You've got to find what medicine yeah. works for you. Yeah, because it's, you know, it these things, the reason why I think it works so well for people, and I could be wrong, I'm, you know, but um, with people that have got alcohol issues, other drug issues, all of these things, when they when they do these things, they're they're not fully aware that they are fully ready to give it up. But when they go and do it, they become aware of just how massively it's impacted their entire life. Mm. And that this one thing, which again is completely natural, is out there and just awakens you to the idea that your life can be different. Now, somebody can sit there and tell you know, people will be like, well, why would you need a drug to do that? Why don't you just listen to friends and family? It doesn't, fucking work that way when you've got an addiction no. because it's the the addiction is led by you 
and your mind and what this thing has done to take control of you. Somebody can give you the world's leading advice, but you might not even hear that advice until you've, you know, yeah. come around to change. It's, it's the arrogance of certain people when they're like, well, yeah, I don't need these drugs in that. I mean, because you know, everyone puts these things into the, the same category of drugs and that's boring in itself. Uh, it's nice, actually, that, you know, interestingly, calling them entheogens is a way of saying, look, what it does, it brings out the sacred within yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, it allows us to access the divine within. Whereas cocaine don't do that. <laughs> I know from experience. <laughs> um, you know, these things are... Actually, Bufo is an exception. It doesn't have a long history of use. And I'll tell you why in a minute. But, um, you know, things like ayahuasca, mushrooms, there's evidence to suggest, particularly with mushrooms, that we've evolved through mushrooms. Yep. And, you know, early... This controversial, but there is there are theories to say that things like early Christianity would have been, um, you know, a cult led by women, and the sacrament, this, you know, Jesus, the sacrament, would have been a, a psychedelic brew of some kind. Now, yeah. whether it was like the Indian soma, or it was an ergotized beer, or whatever, but there's. Uh, some kind of evidence in really interesting book by a guy called um, Brian C. Marescu. It's called The Immortality Key. And I believe it's also, there's another book I've, no, I've got on my shelf um, written in the 70s. Uh, I can't read it, but it's up there. It's somewhere. I can't remember. Um, but they're both theories about how, you know, certain religions have connections to psychedelics. And just as they've uh, those religions have evolved, then the psychedelics have kind of m been moved aside. But um, the reference of like this sacrament, you know, you will yeah. drink or the body of Christ or whatever it is, and you'll be able to access God. It's like, okay, well, that is a reference in itself. I think when the patriarchy kind of got a hold of it, they're like, well, you don't... And interestingly, the, these cults would have gone to your house for you to drink and see God. Yep. And then the patriarchy got hold of it and said, um, no, what you're going to do is you're going to come to us in this church. We're going to get rid of that and you will obey. Yeah. So, but, you know, listen, their, their theories, those things have been around for a long time. We've evolved with them in some way or another. Bufo, on the other hand, I think it was only in like 1981 or 1982 where someone's, uh, a guy that had psychedelic experience uh, he was a scientist, he was looking into the frog poison itself and noticed the tryptamine element to it and said, well, that's, that relates to DMT. Yep. I wonder if we can get high on this. Now, this, this poison will kill someone. Um, certainly kills a lot of animals. That's why it's on the, the toad to prevent um, them eating and getting eaten. Um, so this scientist, this researcher said, well, if I isolate it, I think he dried out some of the venom. Yep. Oh, it's not venom. It's not venom because venom... Uh, I can't remember the reasons. Venom has to be inserted, like, you know, through teeth into yep. your blood system. So you could drink venom and be okay, as far as I know. Don't. Try well, not to actually, do that. Actually, that makes <laughs> sense because it doesn't immediately go into your bloodstream. Yeah. But poison, whether it's in your bloodstream or in your 
digestive. Yeah, it yeah. will. So anyway, this guy had taken some of the. I think he'd taken a toad and just put it on his windscreen, and the wind and the secretion was on his windscreen, and then it dried out, and then he took some of that dried flakes, these you know flakes of um, secretion, and you know put it in a pipe and blasted off. So now they have ceremonies, and I know it's kind of popular in Arizona, New Mexico, uh, northern Mexico. Um, they have used they they use it now to have these ceremonies, as as for the one that I had in um, Ibiza. But it doesn't have a long history of use, but the others do. So, yeah. why did I say all that? I'm not sure. Um, it, it, I think it's always just interesting that, that you know this kind of uh, ignorance about their use within society. Do you know what I mean? And it, even the fact that you know some of the best songs have been written on while people have been high. Some of the yeah. best like films have referenced you know drugs in some way. But you know there's Books. still a whole load of people <laughs> that are like yeah you shouldn't touch it because it's bad. It's like if that's your feelings, you can't listen to these albums anymore. You can't yeah. listen to... The, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I appreciate it. it's not... I'm going to say it again. It's not for everyone, and it shouldn't be. And these things shouldn't be abused because, yeah, even mushrooms, if taken too often, uh, ayahuasca, if it's drunk too often and you're not integrating, that's drug abuse. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, you know, like you, I would never... Um, I would never recommend that people take it, but there's, there is an interesting other way of looking at it. Maybe is that um, you know go back to the curiosity that you may have had as a kid in learning about these things, questioning. You know, don't just take one bit of information as gospel. Be like, oh, actually, that research. You know, why? Why? Why are people now using it? I mean, you know, mushrooms. People are still completely unaware of you know the the you know mushrooms are being used in um you know lots of scientific research for psychedelic uh, you know the psychedelic side is being used to treat um depressions anxiety all of these things but also you know mushrooms have been used for thousands and thousands of years for different things you know the chinese and japanese for years have been using it in cancer treatment alongside other things because their antioxidant properties are so strong that it works yeah, yeah. you know um we we've been you know the americans have just signed off on uh, you know an alzheimer's medication which is predominantly lion's mane mushroom the reason why these researchers were going in is because they started to really study you know and there's no no coincidence that the mycelial network of mushroom growth from roots to other plants and you know fires off just like brain cells do yeah you know it's it, it's if you broke apart the brain and the synapses and the neurons and you put it all together they look exactly the same yeah so you know this research is being done you know 50 years after laws were put in place for for them not to be used but you know it was being done then it's being done now it's been done for thousands of years and science can only go so far everything's theoretical until proven otherwise and even research only ever really gets done on animals 90 percent of the time and then it gets done on a few humans that are prepared to pay for the trials to get done themselves so actually you know 
it's still all theory based there is also 8 billion of us we are all completely different yeah. we will react to things completely differently um, you know so not everything can be taken as gospel but I do think it's that curiosity bring your curiosity back so people should ask questions yeah you're absolutely yeah. right I mean listen um, unfortunately there's so many reasons why people might not uh, feel these things appropriate do you know what I mean um, religion plays a big part in why people steer clear of these things um, it's the devil's work right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah and look for a small bunch of people that I'm sure these things will be a great help uh, they definitely have helped me I know that they've helped you um, yeah I just it's it's interesting. I think while I don't, I went there originally with. Uh, I went on this journey originally out of kind of curiosity and because I was struggling with my mental health, and that was with mushrooms. Uh, and then I started smoking DMT, and I think you get wrapped up in like I was wrapped up in. I know I said this before. Um, but just the stories that people were talking about, about entities, so that you go in with a fascination, but it's not until you have that spiritual awakening, you're like, ah, now I get it. Now, I'm, now I understand. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, listen, I don't regret my life and who I was. I, I think I had to go there to come here. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I'm so glad I'm on this path now. I'm just, I'm so glad that, you know, I found purpose. And with the guy that, that held the space in um, Ibiza, it's exactly what he was saying. It was, and, you know, you, while when you're caught up with addictions and you're, you, you know, you're putting your happiness in drugs and alcohol, you forget what your life's purpose is all about or you just don't know, you know. So having these entheogenics that can help us access, you know, our true purpose and the divine within. And then we're like, ah, right, I got it. And you can't always get that through other things. So some people, it was interesting. He said a story about um, he had a Buddhist monk come and train. Uh, train. He had a ceremony with him, and the guy had been training for like thirty years <laughs> as a Buddhist monk. And in one like ceremony, he's like, "Fucking hell! You've just, you know, shown me what thirty 30 years of like Buddhist training haven't quite got me there yet do you know what I mean yeah. like he was on his journey and maybe he would have got that enlightenment at some point but in just one ceremony he got that and then so he goes back to like, wherever it was his, his temple and now he's getting all these questions from other Buddhists saying what's tell us <laughs> what's happened <laughs> what's <it> um, like? <laughs> man it's, do you know what's really difficult is you cannot that the English language I don't think any kind of spoken language or um, written written language can describe what you see or what you experience it because it's a feeling as well you know yeah. that none of that can be described the words just I, I don't know it, it, it's just too enormous do you see what I mean yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I wasn't actually expecting you to say that you smoked it as well. There was just part of me that was thinking, <laughs> was thinking a little along the, the lines of Cambo. Yeah. And they put the poison on your arm. Yeah. Um, so, but no, I just, yeah. It's, it's a bong. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking hits from a bong. Um, yeah, no. Wow, what an experience. I actually, the next, I felt pretty worn out for the rest of the day. And then I experienced some really intense headaches. Which does happen 
to me with things. It happened to me with Cambo. Yeah. Happened to me with San Pedro. Um, yeah, maybe it's dehydration. So it could be a bunch of other things. Um, but it's also a lot going along in your head at oh, the yeah. time. Do you know what I mean? Right. So this is another thing is because I'm used to psychedelics and I didn't, I've never really looked too far into Bufo. I've understood a bit about it. And people say, look, it's the strongest psychedelic known to man, which I think it is. Um, but I guess I was still coming along with my DMT experience. Yeah. And so while, you know, I don't have big traumas to clear up. I'm just always looking to improve myself in some way. That's really what I do these things for now. Yeah. Because there's always something, there's, a, you know, something hiding under the carpet that you need to you know, sweep out. So I kind of went there a little bit more naive or maybe just coming in with my own expectations. And then it just knocked me for fucking six <laughs> straight away. And I, I, I guess it's the other beauty of these medicines is that they, they kind of kick your ass because you get so in your head or, or confident or, yeah, I know what to expect. I know what I'm doing, you know. And it just gives you a little slap and says, shut up. Stop being <laughs> like this. Listen, pay attention. So that was it. And I, I felt awful the next day. I, I felt awful for the rest of the day, just headachey. And then the next day I just felt so good, you know? I was like, nothing matters again. Great. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> for the perfect holiday experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can book this through Expedia. Uh, <laughs> I um, It might be a while f- before I do it again. Maybe I'll do it next year. But yeah, um, yeah just brilliant and then you know sitting around the pool and just enjoying the mediterranean sun it's like yeah life is good i love this good yeah. food ate my body weight in paella over oh, fucking mate, seven very days jealous. <laughs> <laughs> very jealous i must have spent a small fortune as well because ibiza is not a cheap place to go it's no. so expensive <clears throat> like weirdly this time of year as well isn't it isn't it supposed to be the most expensive time of year to be in ibiza Possibly. No, I've, I've Not been from, out there quite a lot. but Slightly never... differently because I suppose one side of it would be the, you know, end of season yeah. clubbing time and all of that crap. But I've just, yeah, I've just always heard that this time of year is the most expensive. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I've never found it particularly cheap. I remember my first time ever going out there. I was out for 10 days and we had to, me and my friends had to stay in halfway through because we'd run out of money. <laughs> and we were all waiting to get paid. <laughs> and then we could go back out again but you know it was just disgraceful I've had other times where I've been blessed where you know I'm working out there and doing things where everything's kind of paid for you really so yeah. that's good but um, yeah this time um, really fortunate enough that someone had lent us their villa so that was beautiful and great and but fucking I, I said I would fly from City Airport because it's just like down the road it takes like 20 minutes to get there and then, you know, you go through security really quickly. Don't even have to take bottles of water out of your bag anymore. You can take full, like, litre bottles and, it go, you know, go through it super quick. And it's a tiny little airport. And then our fucking flight got cancelled. I was like, no. <laughs> we knew it was possibly coming. There was a lot of fog and stuff, like, on the, on the runway. So no planes were coming in and no planes were leaving. And a few were getting cancelled. I'm like, they're going to cancel our flight. This is like eight in the morning and um, we got there early. Uh, 
so all of a sudden, like this really convenient airport became an inconvenience because I managed to get the last two seats on a two o'clock flight out of there. Yeah. BA were trying to send me to fucking Gatwick or Heathrow to go and get flights to Mallorca and then change at Mallorca. And I was like, no, no, no. Uh, so I managed to, I literally just got the last two tickets on a, a, a two o'clock flight. But we had to wait around because then that was delayed because of all the other delays. Like nine hours in an airport that's, um, uh, you know, there's, no, there's, there's nothing to do. The road, do you know what yeah. I mean? It's 20 minutes down the road, <laughs> but it's tiny and there's nothing to do in there. So, uh, you know why I say this is because it's just, it, you get so fucking wound up and it's cost me more money and all that. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, it humbles you, you know, you, you just, it was the kind of energy that I needed to leave behind. All right. Yeah. Get out to the island, be grateful. And the island's very healing anyway. You're just like, oh, man, this is good. And I now feel okay. But fucking hell. I was spitting feathers, like, just <laughs> so far. So angry before getting out there. Um, but that's all part of the journey, you know? Yeah. Leave that shit behind. Well, that's it. That's why you go to the airport, to leave all of that shit here. <laughs> <laughs> no. Mate, um, I'm not going to talk about psychedelics for a while, so let's... Uh, We'll get back to the uh, the pillars. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll get back to your regular uh, broadcasting service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, perfect. Yeah, we'll have we'll have a, a chin wag about something a little bit more or less brilliant next week. Yeah, lovely. Last one. Speak soon. Speak soon. Deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.